Welcome back to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. I'm your host, Liesl Weber. As we continue our theme of the Father's love this month, we are learning how to abide in his love. God's love for Jesus gets to be our starting place for understanding grace. We said it before, Jesus got me into this place and I cannot get myself out of it. He initiated this and we get to receive it as a gift. But it's more than just hearing and applying or striving to understand God's love. We want to ask, how do we turn our learning into living? How do we make this place of permanent love the starting point for all that we do? Let's dive into this together. All of our life as a new creation is based on abiding. We're not visiting the presence of God anymore. We're living in it because God is now living in us. In John 15, 9, Jesus said, As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. Isn't that amazing that God's love for Jesus is our starting point for grace? The Father initiated the work of putting us into Christ. And we received that gift. And now, we're discovering the empowering grace to stay in that safe, confident, powerful place of habitation. In Christ is where he placed us. Through grace, it's where God designed all of our learning to occur and all of our life to be lived in that space. When people have yet to upgrade from believing to abiding, they react to the truth with gladness and then strive to apply it. (laughs) They believe that it's true, but they employ their own initiative to establish it. Abiding occurs when believing becomes knowing, and knowing becomes confidence. Think about it. When you were first saved, you had to actively believe that Jesus was Lord. But now, you don't get up every day and have to remind yourself of that. You don't believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. You know that he is your Lord and Savior. And you live daily in that truth because of what you've learned both in experience and knowledge. It's solid and it's unshakable. That's what abiding feels like. All revelation and encounter must be followed by relationally partnering with God and with His grace so that all your learning is converted into living. And in that process, grace is meant to be our teacher. Grace teaches and empowers us to stay in the truth and not get pulled out of it when circumstances want to challenge God's true nature. I think grace is proactive. It's not a teacher waiting to instruct and comfort you only when you get it wrong. Grace is working to empower you with authority over the enemy and over yourself before the challenges of life even arrive. 
Beloved, you're either going to be powerfully trained by grace in the beauty and glory of your life as God's beloved, or you're going to be ruled by the taskmaster of difficult circumstances or poor histories that try to define you. Which classroom do you want to be in? The one where grace is the teacher? Or the one where your own efforts strive to get you somewhere? Grace tells you that you're already in what God has provided for you. That means in grace, you learn from the provision, not towards it. In performance, you walk from what you feel you don't have and you strive to attain what is already yours in Christ. When you're not living in the truth, but merely visiting it from time to time, you're prone to using your circumstances as evidence that something is missing or lacking in grace. I've lost count of the number of people who've come to me over the years and said, well, if all that's true, then why is this happening? And they proceed to recount some difficulty that they're in. They seem most challenged by the power and abundance of grace when the real trouble comes in trying to navigate life without it. The fullness of grace is not a difficulty. Living without it is. I want to partner with Jesus and let empowering grace be in charge of all my training. I want to become rich in grace so that I am empowered to not just discover, but also to remain in every new territory that Jesus and I explore together. I'm looking for grace and favor to lead the way, not just act as a safety net for my mistakes. God wants all your learning to occur in the place where you abide with him. Then he can partner with you in your process. He can smooth out all the rough places so that life in him becomes the place of your greatest delight. The Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit understood that their abundance would challenge our experience of legalistic limitations. They're quite familiar with the enemy's tactics that are as old as the Garden of Eden. Our adversary seeks to lure us out of our safe shelter of abiding by questioning. Did God really say that? Is that really true? When we remain safely and confidently connected to Jesus in a place of relationship, partnership and ownership, we know that the answers to that question is, yeah, God has really said, yes, these really are his kind intentions towards me. We become healthy and confident when we've been trained and empowered by grace. We may not understand everything that's happening around us, but we know that we're safer in the territory of God's never-changing kind intentions towards us than we are in the harsh realm of worldly logic and striving. Beloved, you can't go to a higher place in God without becoming rich in grace. 
because you're going to need new revelations and new experiences of grace just to stay there. God gives His grace lavishly. Therefore, we're learning to be lavish in our receiving. He has committed Himself unchangingly to be your partner. Receive His partnership gladly and learn to stay there. Allow grace to be the most beautiful teacher you've ever had as you learn the beauty and the glory of becoming God's beloved.